Season's greetings, everyone. It's that time of year again. No matter what you're celebrating this holiday season, Amazon has gifts for everyone. Go to D2RPN.com and click the Amazon banner and help out the D2R Podcast Network. Happy holidays from everyone here at the D2R Podcast Network. Ho, 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 Merry Christmas. It's that time of year again, and if your guy or your girl's got a beard and you want to celebrate with them, why not buy them some Phoenix Beard Oils? We've got great holiday scents that make you just cream your jeans. So check out phoenixbeardoils.com and give somebody the bird for the holiday season. Ho, ho, motherfucking ho. Do you have a question, comment, or concern? 872-242-8311. Or maybe you'd just like to hear your voice instead of ours. 872-242-8311. Then call the D2R Podcast Network hotline at USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. No matter the time or day, you can call 24-7 and operators will be standing by. 872-242-8311. Your call is important to us. 872-242-8311. So once again, USA Chat 311. Undercover in the world's deepest, darkest, most secure, Hadron Collider and nuclear bomb tested and approved doomsday bunker, here is Ryan the Area Man. Hey Dave. Hey buddy. Alright, so we hit, we've been doing about 40 minutes of research into At something least. and we just now hit record because now we've we come across some really interesting shit concerning Skinwalker Ranch. Okay. Uh, moments ago, we finished the movie, which everybody heard us comment on, and end confused. Yes, we've come across some names. We started researching more in depth into adamantium right. holdings. Since we've been researching all this, we've come across the name of Lorraine Ainwright, mm-hmm. who is AKA Lori Hutchinson. Correct. Who's not necessarily married to, but related to a Jared Wright. Or and also known as Glenn Wright. Glenn Wright. Mm-hmm. And then through that, we we went back into adamantium and the connection of, to Guyana and some Charles Dr. Right. something. And we then found two, two different addresses for uh, adamantium also. Adamantium. One of, one of them is connected to uh, 
$325 house in Utah, mm-hmm. and then one is connected to the, this Laureen Wright, who says lives there, but it's also the name, there's also a business connected to that house, which is an insurance company, Correct. and the insurance agent is Laureen Wright. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we've figured that out, which is kind of confusing. Mm-hmm. And then, where'd we go from there? We found the, the business next to Home Depot and Best Buy yeah, and all that yeah. So then we found a business address. address, another business address next to a Home Depot and all these, like, it's in like a shopping center, a, like, a little tiny thing mm-hmm. within a, a bigger uh, strip mall. Shopping strip mall, yeah. yeah. Uh, which we didn't really delve deeper into that, but then, let's see, I'm trying to remember how How do we, we come got, on to... F- oh, so then we... So, something we came up, we keep looking, and we found uh, Adamantium Real Estate, and this name of Thomas Winterton, who's a representative of ranch owner Adamantium Real Estate. Yeah. So then we clicked on this, and, and it says, Thomas Winterton comments on his July 18, 2016 statement at the Uinta County Commission, where this newspaper, I believe it's, uh, I want to credit them, UB Media, Uinta Basin Standard, it's a, it's a newspaper, UB Media, whatever, uh, Josh Murdoch is the guy. He had written an article questioning or saying something about Robert Bigelow, who used to own mm-hmm. Skinwalker Ranch or whatever. Uh, he put that in there and was questioning if Robert Bigelow was also the owner or part of ownership for this Adamantium Holdings. Yeah, because Robert Bigelow's people was contacting the newspaper, newspaper saying, telling him to retract the statement saying he no longer right. owns the ranch. And so Josh Murdoch said, well, do you have any proof that you don't own? And and can you please send me proof that you don't own or whatever? And the representatives for Bigelow said, we cannot do that. Yeah, you have to take our word for it. You have to take our word for it, which is a is really that? weird thing. All right. <laughs> so that'd be like, you know, uh, you own a business, Dave. I want proof that you own the business. Or I put in an article that you own this business. You say, well, I don't own that business. Well, can you prove to me that you don't own the business? Well, you just have to take my word for it. No. Well, then I can't retract, right? right? I can't retract because you have to, Mm -hmm. okay. Provide proof, yeah. Or, that's something stuck in my tooth. I don't have to eat anything (laughs) either. Um, So then I I clicked on another thing, and it's it's an article. It says, uh, so they actually updated it and said, um, because this Thomas Winterton who is a representative of a ranch owner at a mansion real estate, which, that's weird, right? Thomas Winterton, who is a representative of ranch owner, so you're representing the owner of this ranch. No, 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 now that you just read it that way, okay. Thomas Winterton, a representative of ranch owner at a so he's a representative of at real estate, meaning... Right, he owns it because he's a part of it. He's a represent. He works at we, that re- real estate company. Okay, but when we looked into him, yes. What what did, did I think he I, had? He had three. He owns three businesses. Yeah, I'm trying a to find film that. company. Hang on, let's let's get that back up because that's interesting. I think I moved beyond that. Yeah. But let's look up because we had already found this. He owns three companies. Thomas Winterton. And then Utah. That's what Utah is how we found. Um, all right, it was on this one. So he owns three companies. Um, a construction company, 
three motels, and is a managing partner in a film production company. Ironically, the film production company specializes in documentaries. Yes. We just got done with a documentary. Now, we haven't dug deep into see if there's a connection between the Skinwalker documentary and his company. Right. But it makes you wonder. Now, here's the other interesting thing, and I think this is how it all is going to connect, Dave, is we found, or we were searching some more shit, and, and Skinwalker Ranch has been trademarked. Yes. The, the term Skinwalker Ranch was trademarked. And so I clicked on it. Um, and this was done in, uh, the filing date was done in February 15th of 2017. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's an attorney. Okay. So, the, this is what was most interesting, and this is what provoked me to ask you to if we could record, and you said yes. Is the goods and services for this trademark, okay, providing recreation facilities, arranging and conducting special events for social entertainment purposes, entertainment services, namely storytelling, publishing of printed matter, publishing of electronic publications, entertainment services, namely creation development, production, and distribution of multimedia content, Internet content, motion pictures, and television shows. Yeah, so basically what we just watched. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the, the, the party name is Adamantium Real Estate LLC. Uh, now we've clicked on that to get names, and we didn't get any names, right? I feel like. What we've been able to figure out right now is that the whole thing's a fucking sham. Mm-hmm. They've so got two. They've, got they've trademarked as Skinwalker, and they've trademarked Skinwalker Ranch. And and they're both providing recreation facilities, arranging and conducting special events. for. So, so I mean, let's uh, let's think about this in a... But yet we can't find owners to fucking Adamantium Real Estate, mm-hmm. Adamantium Holdings, none of this other shit. The only right. thing we know, only name we have is Laureen Wright, who's an insurance person. Agent, yeah. Agent. And we have Thomas Winterton, who's a representative. It doesn't mean he owns it. It could mean he owns it. Mm-hmm. He's a representative. But he doesn't have anywhere that he's a fucking lawyer or right. any anything that would indicate that this guy should be a representative unless he... Is employed by them. Correct. Right? Yes. But when we look up Adamantium, it said, uh, what was it, two employees? Yeah, two employees. And we've also found a bunch of different years of things being registered yeah. for this Adamantium. N- none of them tie together. Everything's no. in Utah, but it's a bunch of different years we found, ranging from... 2006 to 2010, I think. Current. Uh, yeah. 2017, even, with this fucking oh, trademark. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. And then... Um, this adamantium coin that we found. I, yeah, because the one part we started looking at before we got really into it, the adamantium was a like a coal or gold mining oh, company. Oh, did we never talk about that? We didn't about talk about the, that just now. Okay. Um, hmm. So. Are we to speculate, Dave, that... Skinwalker Ranch, so basically Bigelow, mm-hmm. I'm speculating, Bigelow got everything he needed within the 20 years he owned it, mm-hmm. decided to sell it 
to somebody who had a bright idea to, let's make this into a tourist attraction. Where we're going to first put out this movie to generate interest. Yep. And now we're going to start doing tours out here. And you know what I mean? This mm-hmm. is how we, we why we, tra- or we uh, trademarked the fucking name. And then Bigelow moved on to Bigelow Aerospace, whatever the fuck it was. Bass. Bass. B-A-A-S-S. Mm-hmm. Where he's taking the information he got out of that location and... Weaponizing it, basically. Weaponizing it. So, you know how there's different places like Wisconsin Dells mm-hmm. with the... Uh, you, you can watch the ball roll uphill and shit like that, like yeah. weird magnet. Yeah. So this could be the same kind of thing that's there. They can set shit up to make it look creepy or whatever, have some weird shit like that happen, you know, because of magnetism or whatever. But in reality, there's nothing there. Right. Anymore. Anymore, because they've already gotten rid of it or extracted mm-hmm. it, whatever. And now they're going to utilize it as a tourist location. So they haven't announced it's being used, utilized as that, but... They've blocked off a public county road, yep. which some people are speculating that was done illegally. Which I don't—you couldn't just do that because cops would show up, then the fucking government would show up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You can't just—I couldn't just go out and block my road without having a permit. Right. So they had to have gotten something, or it wouldn't just be blocked. Mm-hmm. So you've paid to have this blocked permanently. Okay. Uh, I'd love to be able to dig deeper and find that. Those permits or those right. whatever that, or if there is none, then how the fuck are we doing it? Which they probably can't find any, which is why they're claiming that it's done illegally because there's no indication. Which means you've got higher things involved right. with whatever this is. So let's say that we've now turned this location into a entertainment yep. thing. So when they come out with, uh, well, now we're going to do tours and let people come out here and do their own investigation, like ghost hunting and shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's a complete fucking waste of time. Yeah. So, right? It has to be. You you wouldn't allow people to come out there if really strange, fucked up, weird shit's actually happening. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. And this this uh, Thomas Winterton guy owns hotels also, so you're going to throw up hotels and they're- on the property. And then you can stay in haunted rooms. Since we put these hotels up, everyone's seeing seeing weird things. Yeah. Bullshit. And the other odd thing is, and this could be how we've we made these this connection. Uh, I'm not talking us, but like how whatever this Thomas Winterton who owns three hotels. Bigelow also owned hotels. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know maybe they may have known each Winterton other. Winterton bought some of Bigelow's hotels and then. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There is a connection between Winterton and Bigelow, yeah. more so than what we're being led on to. And it just, could just be simple dealings in the past of business owners. Mm-hmm. It may have no other connection. Bigelow sold the fucking property to Adamantium. Adamantium, the name itself, was pulled from the Marvel thing. Yep. Guaranteed. As a way to try and get people doing what we just did. Mm-hmm. And... The fact that the trademark was filed under that, unless the trademark being filed under that, can you, can you trademark a word, a name of something, and call it entertainment when in reality you're doing, um, say, deep digging, mining? No. You couldn't, right? You can't. No. Or is it simply the name? Because it's not like what the company does. It's the name. It's the physical name of it. 
could you just call that entertainment because it's being utilized for entertainment the name? Could be, but I don't see the point of it then. I think they trademarked it because exactly that. They're thinking down the line they're going to open up touristing. I bet you anything that's what it is, man. It has to be. There's... I'm trying to get back. Okay. The Uintah County Commission vacated Hicken Ranch Road. Effectively, that's the road that runs right through there. It bisects Skinwalker Ranch, a property infamous as a mecca for UFO sightings, gruesome animal mutilations. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Creature cursed upon the youths by the animals after the letter. Okay. Thomas Winterton, a representative of a ranch owner at Amantium Real Estate, first approached the county for road vacation at a July 18, 26 commission meeting. At that meeting, he explained that rampant trespassing issues led the owners of Adamantium Real Estate to seek a road vacation to make the road private. Hicken Ranch Road was technically a public Class D county road until it was vacated on November 14th, despite having been illegally blocked by gates for years until a few days before the vacation. On October 31st, the commission ordered Winterton to open the road until it was vacated, but allowed an official four-day closure for maintenance through November 4th. The gates are now illegal. No. Gates are now legal since the road is no longer public. So for... All those fucking days it was closed illegally, but because it's in the middle of fucking nowhere, it doesn't really matter. Right. Now, the only ones that affected were the uh, Indians and the uh, electric company. Oh, yeah, you read further down. The delay mm-hmm. of winter's unsuccessful vacation request in July. Uh, delay of unsuccessful vacation in November was a result of winter obtaining legal access agreements with the Bureau of Indian Affairs, Moon Lake Electric, and other parties that use Hicken Ranch Road to access infrastructure or property. Rights away have been legally obtained, said Winterton. When he approached the commission in July, Winterton indicated that former ranch owner, aerospace tycoon Robert Bigelow, who owned the property through Bigelow Aerospace, had brought on adamantium real estate. He has brought on an additional individual who, for business purposes, has to remain anonymous. Why? This individual would like to do everything legally, would like to be a good partner with the county, would like to make sure everything is on the up and up, Winterton said at that meeting. In response to UB Media publishing stories that stating Bigelow was part owner of Adamantium Real Estate, Diana Salazar, an employee in the legal department of Bigelow Aerospace, contacted UB Media and said that Bigelow was not associated with Adamantium Real Estate in any way. So that statement right up here, mm-hmm. who owned the property through Bigelow, had brought on. That's the part they didn't like right. at, with Bigelow. It, and what they should have said is Bigelow Aerospace sold correct. the property to Adamantium. So that's where they wanted the correction. But they couldn't offer proof of that, right? Mm-hmm. That's what we're, okay, we do not have a company that has that name, said Salazar. We truly don't own it anymore. Salazar referenced an April 1st, 2016 warranty deed showing the transfer of the ranch property from Bigelow Aerospace to Adamantium Real Estate as proof that Bigelow was no longer associated with the ranch. Oh, so they did. Well, didn't the audio say that they did? Yeah. Winterton did state in the July 18th meeting that Bigelow Aerospace transferred the ranch to Adamantium Real Estate. The warranty deed does not show the owners of Adamantium Real Estate, nor do the company's incorporated corporation documents in the state of Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> this is literally, we've gone across the fucking United States yeah. now. All right, Salazar said that 
Bigelow was not well here's the thing with that is I could go incorporate in Delaware too mm-hmm. because it's cheaper than it is in Illinois to incorporate. Right. So I can't really think too much into that. But this is the first time Delaware has been brought into the fucking mm-hmm. mix with anything. And now we haven't found anything else connecting adamantium to Delaware. Nope. So that's kind of odd. Uh, Salazar said that Bigelow was not an owner of adamantium real estate, but that she could not release the names of the owners to prove it since a condition of the transfer of the ranch was that the new owners remained confidential. I do know that part of the agreement was that the owners did not want to be known, said Salazar. When informed that Bigelow denied being associated with adamantium real estate and asked about his July 18th statement, Winterton said his July 18th statement regarding Bigelow bringing on adamantium real estate was correct. I stand by that quote 100%. No clarification needed, said Winterton. I will just add the comment that the statement about Bigelow being of the attitude of doing what he wants, when he wants, how he wants, and if you don't like it, you can sue him. That is the attitude portrayed by individuals that knew him, said Winterton. That's not my opinion. That is the opinion expressed by those that knew him and had worked with him in the area. That opinion that I stated in there directly regarding Bigelow is what was told to me by individuals that had worked with him. Not individuals inside the ranch, but individuals in the community. When asked directly whether or not Bigelow was a part owner of Adamantium Real Estate, Winterton said to refer to his July 18th statement. I will just stand by the comment that I made in the county commission meeting and state that the statement is correct, said Winterton. My statement that I made in the meeting was correct, not your statement or your question, but the statement I made in the county commission is correct. Very confusing. When asked, Salazar, Donaldson, and Winterton each declined to name the owners of Adamantium Real Estate, citing the owner's desire for anonymity. According to the July 18th meeting and auto recording, Winterton in no way states that Bigelow owns Adamantium Real Estate. So, Bigelow does not want any connection to this, other than the fact that he fucking sold. But then, so now what? What if what if he does own part of Adamanti real estate? He just sold it to himself, and that's why it's confidential. Right. And and because if he did, he owned it for twenty years. And this is this is kind of what I was also thinking: is that what if he did? So he owned it for twenty years publicly. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, as public as as he really he didn't really make it super public, right. but he owned it. Then decided to sell it to himself, and then put these other people that are like this Thomas Winterton, who is a business owner in the area. Mm-hmm. You know, same kind of industry right. with uh, real estate, hotels, hotels things like that. A uh, documentary film production company. Then they he figured out a way to make money off the ranch he decided this is how we're going to make money off this fucking thing i invested in for 20 fucking years let's turn it into a entertainment Mm -hmm. venue yep and this is why we need it to not because we got people trespassing constantly trying to figure out what the hell is going on out here there's nothing going on what we're trying to do is Make it so that it looks like there's something going on mm-hmm. out here to drum up interest, which is why we're going to do a documentary through your film company, Thomas Winterton. But we can't put your name on it because that would connect. So we got to go find this other guy right. who they found this, Jeremy Corbell, with his own company. But I bet you if we dug a little bit deeper, we'd find a connection between Thomas Winterton and Jeremy Corbell. Maybe they went to school together. I bet you there's a connection there. We have to look deeper into that. 
and put out this movie to drum up a bunch of fucking interest in it. Mm-hmm. Then we'll get Tyler from Secure Team to push the hell out of it, get people to go buy this shit, watch it, and then eight months later, we'll put out a fucking uh, press release that says, oh, now you can go to Skinwalker Ranch and do right. tours and right. ghost hunting and UFO sighting and all this. Stay in the haunted hotels and shit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I bet you anything that's what this is. Mm-hmm. So, ears and eyes open for anything that you see on Skinwalker Ranch. You can't even use it now because it's been trademarked. Mm-hmm. You have basically have to fucking pay for it. You know what I mean? Uh and that's being done. That's it's all done by design, man. Yep. And this is now going to be used as an entertainment facility, recreation yep. area. They got whatever it is they needed out of there. If there was anything there. If there was anything there, I think there. Because Bigelow might have found that there ain't shit. There. I think. Well, for twenty years, Adamantium is the other Adamantium we found is a gold mining company. Let's say oh, yeah. they they mined gold or coal or coal or something. Got all that shit out of there because they were saying people heard shit on the underground. The other interesting thing about that with the whole adamantium gold coin thing, mm-hmm. when we do adamantium through Google, nothing about the coin comes up. But if you're following anything in the news, you'd discover that Google's full of shit and they yeah. how they rig everything. So if you go to Bing, who isn't necessarily Google, and you type in adamantium, yeah, I got it, uh, adamantium holdings, the first thing you get is adamantium coin. And adamantium coin is all about rare color-changing cryptographic hash element. But it's... So, okay, so it's... It's kind of like Bitcoin, but they're going to see right here, vote for physical coin, a cryptocurrency with ERC. C20 security and elegance in addition to having a total crypto coin supply. Depending on the progress of adamantium coin, we would like to make a physical coin as well. Depending on the demand from the community, we will let you take a vote. So, they're going to have a cryptocurrency very similar to like a Bitcoin. A Bitcoin, mm-hmm. but then they're also going to have a physical coin. And this physical coin could literally be gold or silver because they have both of them. And they want you to vote on the coin. We're just not sure if there's a connection. But a new age of mining cryptocurrency has arisen. Rare cryptos are a great way to have your piece of wealth in the crypto world with the adamantium coin. Now, this may not have anything to do with it, but it seems but like it could. Yeah. Um, and adamantium itself... Did we click on Yeah, we clicked on this. Yeah. That's where I got the New World Order thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, welcome to Adamantium Coin. Adamantium Coin was born to represent the developers of this crypto space and to build a storage of wealth. Without the dedication of devs, the crypto space would have not existed. This coin is in no way trying to mimic or be like Bitcoin. In fact, we at Adamantium Coin Holdings or Holdings are all for Bitcoin and all cryptocurrencies as whole. We encourage our holders to trade and make use of coin in all markets. And it's got some, like, world and global... The world is going digital, so should your wealth. This is the digital gold rush. And who knows? This may not have anything to do with it. I mean, so if you're adamantium 
Holdings LLC. These could all be DBAs. Yeah, the only difference is Adamantium Holdings is all capital, and Adamantium Coin is not. Right. That's the only difference. Could you? Could what? I? Could I open a company and be Adamantium Podcast? Let's see why not. So, maybe Coin has nothing to do with this. It's just an interesting piece to the this whole puzzle of Adamantium as a whole. You know what I mean? Oh, the other thing we found was this. Uh, this shit in Guyana uh, with the, the gold yeah. uh, digging, mining, and all this, which I can't remember if we talked about that at the end of that the movie episode or not. I don't but, remember. Um, yeah, there's Guyana, uh, Guyana Times. It was this one, right? Yep. I think I did read that at the end with that guy. Yeah, you did. But they're in association or in connection with Atlantic Fuels, and they were mining something. Um, it wasn't just—I don't remember now. But do you see it? No. Where was the? Anyways. Do you think we got it right? Do you think it's a mm-hmm. fucking entertainment thing now? So, like, if you could, if you could get Area Fifty One away from the government, buy it, and then utilize it as, and then trademark Area Fifty One, utilize it as a recreation Tourist. entertainment, just mm-hmm. like how this thing's registered, whatever the fuck it said. Which I can't. I have so many fucking things open. <laughs> I swear it was. Where was the trademark for? Anyways, you know it's registered as a fucking recreational area. It's the fifth one in on the right, on the left rather. Go up, go up to your tabs. The fifth one from the left. Nope, that's not it. No, it's it would be further over here. No. Oh. Um, Doesn't matter. Yeah. It's right I don't know. Here. It I was think, right here. Yeah, I think people need to do a research. So there's something odd about it all, though. Mm-hmm. And it makes no sense that you can't find any name on any of the businesses of who owns. And them. why would you need to be so? Why would you need to be anonymous? Like, that's that's an interesting thing. And I don't know enough about uh, business. And I know you can start a business under one name, but do business under other mm. names. But there has to be, as far as I understood, it always had to connect back to a human being yeah. do, or Google a search, group of human beings. Google search my business or Bing search my business in my name. See if it pulls up as a new owner. Phoenix Beard Oils? Yeah. All right. So oh, we want to go to Bing, right? Either one. Right, I think Let's Google would be fine, too. Ah, fuck Google. We'll go to Bing. So... Owner. He spelled Phoenix wrong. Phones Exco. <laughs> Phoenix Beard Oils owner. I want to know who owns this Phoenix Beard Oils. Uh, 
doesn't have the name, but it has the contact us shit in the very first thing. Dave Black. Owner and oil designer. That's you, Dave. I know it is. I was curious if it came up. Hang on. Let's find out who owns this podcast. I don't know how difficult it's going to be to find that. Okay, so there's that. I'm going to get anywhere on that website. Not that one, or the next one. Or that one. Or the next one. The next one. Yeah, none of them. I didn't know we were on that. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't start this page. What the fuck is this? (laughs) Is this a random website that's somehow our podcast is going to mixcloud.com? Apparently. Cool. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then all the way down. So it's all my shit up until the very last one, and it's somebody else's stuff. Okay, so but who's the owner? That's what I want to know. It's interesting that that's there. Yeah. My picture's not anywhere. Mm-mm. That's a good thing. Yeah, but you're not you're not incorporated though, or LLC, are you? I don't think so. Yeah, that's probably why. Are I you? I. But you also have your name on your own website. So, mm-hmm. like, it's not like, like, I don't have my name on this. Right. And th- you, you can probably dig, you can go through, like, Twitter and, and then get to my mm-hmm. personal. If you just, you know what I mean? And then you can probably figure shit out. But I wonder if there's a way on the actual site here. Not that I can see. I don't know where else you would click for that. Uh, I was thinking maybe down here with the... Uh... Right. Why aren't these lighting up, I wonder? Oh, well. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You know anybody else that owns a business that we could just... That we could, like, look into to see how easy it is to find? Here's my thing. If you wanted to be anonymous as a business owner, obviously you can, because otherwise that you wouldn't be able to. I just didn't realize that you could be that fucking anonymous where, you know what I mean? Like, right. no matter how hard you search, you can't find a name that's connected to um, a thing. So you're literally start a business as a thing. A human has to start the business. The business can't just exist. Right. Okay. Right. Uh, so a human has to be tied to it. And if I start this business, Detour Podcast Network or Phoenix Beard Oils, but then get insurance through a company over here, XYZ Insurance, and then put the address of my company to XYZ Insurance insurance and the the contact person is the insurance agent, that's weird. That insurance agent has, would be—I would be pissed if I was that lady. Yeah, because anybody to constantly has a, be getting a phone call, a lawsuit or some shit—they're calling her. And why? Isn't that interesting? Maybe she's also the PR. Maybe we should sue Adamantium to try and find out who the fuck it is. FOI. FOIA. Yeah. I wonder if we can do a FOIA request. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Let's yeah. F O I A right. Yeah. I don't see why we couldn't. And then the only way we wouldn't be able to get this information is if they're somehow connected or protected by the government, right? right? So, 
create a request. Who do we want to contact? Who's our agency name? Well, I guess we'd want to... Let's find out. What are our choices? Identify the right agency. Yeah. It's important that you identify the correct agency for your request. There are over 100 agencies, and each is responsible for handling its own FOIA request. You can find a breakdown of agencies by topic. Okay. So what we want to look into... I would go with fraud. Why? Why? Well, because they're trying to defraud the American people into believing that it's a... Yeah. Can you think of any reason why, as a business owner, you would need to be anonymous? No. I I don't buy the whole, oh, well, I'm just trying to protect my other business interests because they're going to make fun of me if I'm a believer in aliens. I don't buy that. It's a fucking weak cop out. I think I honestly think the reason you would want you'd have to be anonymous to protect your let's say the first half of that statement's true. To protect your other businesses is because one your other businesses are Bigelow Aerospace something or other and two you're still the fucking owner, mm-hmm. Bigelow. You know what I mean? Right. And you've wasted millions and millions of dollars on this property, and the only way you could think to get it back now is by making an entertainment facility. And they guarantee you that's what they're doing. Oh. It has to be. So this is one of those things like, now we just have to wait and watch. You know See what, what I mean? happens. Because yeah. the, the movie's going to come out. It's going to generate lots of interest. There's going to be lots of people that want to come out there. And if you can capitalize on this with, you know, in six weeks, all of a sudden they're putting out a press release. Oh, you could do uh, ghost hunting out here now. Oh, how convenient. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, release the movie. Pump it up. Throw Tyler a few bones to fucking push it. Shit. Bet you. The question is now, one more search, unless this leads to more. What was the name? Thomas Winterton. What was his company called? I don't think he had a company. I think he just needed his name. Right. How fucking interesting. Let's see. Did we come up with something? Immaculate deception. That was the first thing that came up when we searched April their 8th, names. 2018. It is claimed by Bob Lazar and his supporters that we have already reverse-engineered such flying saucers. Those videos he and you have from Area 51 are supposedly proof that we humans do now at least actually have such technology. Ben Rich said as much. Actually, Bob said the goal of the project was to see if they could duplicate the technology using earthly materials. His claim as we possess technology his claim is we possess technology okay what does that have to do with anything I thought it was going to be something so did I right here here we go yeah let's read that one alright 
over the past year or so, there's been a lot of talk about adamantium real estate and their involvement in Skinwalker Ranch ownership. And the company representative, Thomas Winterton, spoke at a local council meeting about the road closure several years back, so his name was immediately connected to who owns the ranch. Ryan Skinner, a former member here who in some capacity investigated the ranch, not in any official status, I don't believe he was ever granted access, and author of multiple books on the ranch, has a Facebook page dedicated to Skinwalker. He added and tagged Thomas Winterton, and Thomas showed up today to make a statement. Here it is. This is from Thomas Winterton. Okay. Wow, it's long. Let's read that shit. Yeah, I'm about to. In past posts, I have been tagged and asked to clarify or add insight to the conversation. For the past two years, I have refrained. The time has come that I would like to clarify a few things I have read on this page. This will most likely be the one, the the only only thing thing I post on here. First, good job, Ryan Skinner, on keeping this page intriguing and also using what seems to be good judgment on moderating the discussions. I have followed this page since being hired as a consultant and representative of Adamantium Real Estate Holdings over two years ago. It has been interesting and very amusing to read the posts on this page in regards to whom the new owner is. As I am under NDA... Non-disclosure agreement. I am very limited in what I can say, but in light of several of the past posts, I will just set the record straight. First and obvious, the new owner... Owners? Does not want to be identified. The new owner... Owners is our very successful and intelligent. He, she, they have gone to great lengths and expense to keep their identity private. There have been lawyers added. and Layers. Pre- layers, sorry. Uh, layers added and precautions taken to ensure privacy. Because no public dollars have been used in purchasing or maintaining the ranch, it really is none of the public's business who owns it. But it is. Mm-hmm. I understand the curiosity, but that does not supersede a private entity's rights to remain private. The owner, owners, has have set up Adamantium, hired a law firm to manage it, hired a real estate management company to oversee it, and have done everything through third-party contractors. Even the manager of the ranch was chosen and hired by the real estate management company. When I submit an invoice for my consulting, I submit it to real estate management company. Hmm. To himself. Basically, Basically, Uh, when we have had contractors on the ranch, they are paid through the real estate management company or the owner of the real estate management company. Good luck finding the owner owners because anyone who knows the true identity of the owner owners are all under strict NDA. And even if we weren't under an NDA, we wouldn't risk our access to the ranch and our place in the inner circle for a few moments of glory on a page with people we have never met. If asked, many associated with these protective layers would claim they are the owner simply to throw off the hunt and protect the identity of the owner owners. Huh. Mm. I can tell you for sure that Jeremy Kenyon Lockyer Corbell did not travel on the owner's private jet to the ranch. I will end by saying that many hired to perform functions within the ranch started off doing so simply as a job. Over the past two years, the fascination and the level of involvement by those associated with the ranch has grown, and now many of those hired to do a job have become very involved in the ranch. Do not mistake their involvement as a sign of ownership, or you will chase a rabbit hole that gets you nowhere. Just to clarify, Jeremy is a filmmaker who is releasing a movie this year about the ranch that features George Knapp, also one about Bob Sir. What if George Knapp owns it? No, the guy wasn't tall enough. Unless they did just no, put a no. body double. Well, that's what I'm saying. You could have the guy sitting there in the film, fuck up the voice, mm-hmm. but it could have been somebody else talking. Right. 
You could have literally had anybody play that. Could have been the one huh. actor they had there. Look what they said on April 8th. Right here? Yep. They're either going to do freaky rituals out there or turn it into a paranormal theme park. Or I guess that other option of bearing uh, EM weapons testing operations is on the table as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I've been saying. Paranormal theme park. Yep. Um, Springer recently visited the ranch with George and Jeremy and others and as pro- has promised a thread and picks. Story's getting hot again, it seems. This person says, I don't think Adamantium Group and Adamantium Real Estate are the same company. Hmm. What do you think? Interesting. Jeremy Corbell still owns the real John Lear.com, and there's nothing I can do about it either. It has to be John or a contact type of company in the house and say, Why does he own that? Remember John Lear, right? Yeah. What is that shit? Hmm. He was right. They put a bunch of layers into. Uh... Well, John Lear is. Why the fuck would he own that? How do we know for sure it's true? Yeah, I mean, it may not be, but there he is right there. Join my friend Jeremy on a journey to explore extraordinary beliefs. Immaculate Deception. Area S4 Anomaly. Hmm. This is the uh, Area 51 S4 that Bob Lazar was talking about. Yeah. Hmm. Here's Immaculate Deception. What is that? It's a movie. Oh, okay. He's smoking a bowl. Yeah, it looks like it, doesn't it? since we've been hosting these programs, no guest has inspired such a widespread and enduring audience response as has John Lear, son of the famed aviation pioneer and a world-class pilot in his own right. As many of you may know, though, Lear the son is That's best known George for his Knapp. research into UFOs, a phenomenon described by George some Knapp. as a worldwide hoax, described by others as the most important issue of our time. What if John Lear owns it? Happen. It's written the exact second that we're going to die. I have talked to the highest people, and I know the two. It's a possibility. Earth is like Alice in Wonderland. Things get curiouser and curiouser.
I like that they use iMovie music for this. So, as Jeremy Corbell did a film on John Lear. John Lear. He owns, well, according to this, still owns therealjohnlear.com. On that page, we found this about the movie. Let's see. Nice contact. John Lear going to his thread, Galactic Productions of Pegasus Research Consortium. Uh, what if John Lair's the owner? It's a possibility. Or what if it's not just one person? What if it is multiple people? And if you remember John Lear and all the crazy shit that I we mm-hmm. talked about in that one podcast how they're here, they're going back and forth, and all this shit. It fits right in line with what they claim's going on out there. Okay? Yeah. But, seeing him in that black shirt, and then watching the film, where was it? Right here. Where was it at? Right there. I cannot allow... Okay. That does look like him. I'm telling you, dude, I think it's all in the agreement the investigation would continue. Here, let's go back to that part of the movie. Make it full screen. I want to get a close-up of these hands and then compare them to John Lear's hands. Yeah. small screen in. Okay, now let's pull up John Lear. Let's see here. Do a quick little search for John Lear. Hands. Images. John Lear's friends with Bob Lazar. It's one big giant circle. Could be. Could fucking be. Wouldn't that be interesting? Is that John Lee right there? Yeah. Let's look at that thumb. Yeah, that those hands and arms look pretty, pretty spot on. Oh, we just need to find them with a watch. Very similar to the watch and the fucking thing. Let's see. He's not wearing a watch in any of those pictures. 
bomb. What do you think, man? Pull that back up on the screen. Dave's taking a picture, real close-up picture of the mystery man in the movie. Okay, now let's pull up the... Dude, they're kind of fatty fingers. I think the owner's John Lear, bro. What do you think? Yes, look at the index finger in that index finger. Yeah. If you put them... Oh, fuck. Yeah. If you put them next to each other... They like look... That. They have that weird bend in. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Wait, there was John Lithgow. Maybe he owned it. No. I think... I think that's probably our best guess, dude. I mean, I wish we could I find think, him with a watch. And let's see. John Lear uh, just standing. Let's see. Let's get a picture of John Lear kind of standing. Uh, here's the interesting thing, too, Dave. Is when he does this interview here, Yeah. all black. Yep. Every interview he does, it's all mainly black. all black. Whether it's a t-shirt, here he's got his fucking neck and everything. Let's even go so far as to look at that neck. Now let's go back to the movie, because the movie kind of gets in up on his neck. And see, there's a turtleneck. He's wearing all black in this movie. All right, now we go to the side. I don't think we saw the neck. It's the chin. Why are you keeping your identity Let's wait till they talk. Secret. Oh, wait, stop it, stop it. Yeah, the ring. I'm gonna get the ring and the watch. She's wearing it. Well, it's a, it's a wedding ring, but you got it. My dog's getting excited too. Okay, so we got. Now we just need another shot of his fucking hands. See if the ring matches. Is he married or was he married? Yeah. So how come he's not wearing a wedding ring in all the other pictures? He's in uh, in an interviews uh, an interview I heard with John there. He actually said he's married, and his wife disagrees with all the things he believes. In, which mm. I always thought was kind of interesting. John Lear. Uh, let's see. We want. I don't know the whole black thing. The uh, the fact that he always wears black. I, I it may not be him, but I'm wondering. If it is, it's interesting. It's pretty fucking close if it's not. Too that. I'm trying to find. We don't see his other hand in that. You notice it's always his fucking right hand. You don't ever see his left hand. The, mm -hmm. And in this movie, the guy with left hand has the ring on it. I wonder if that's being done by design. Well, there's his left hand there. Right here? No. Well, there too. Oh, that the, ring. There's the watch, but it's a gold, not silver. But no, the picture two over, you can see his left hand. Here? Yeah. Right. Doesn't look like there's a ring, though. No. But he's married. Yeah. What's that? That's, uh... Keeps his hands below the table. Not not insinuating anything, I'm just saying. Most of these pictures, he's got his hands kind of hidden. Is that him? 
it's too hard to see. I don't think it's him, though, is it? Yeah, yeah it is. That's him. Um, see, he's got it covered there. Mm-hmm. What the fuck, man? He must be left-handed. Why is that? Because I'm right-handed. And when I put my hands like he just did, I put my left on, my, on top of my right. Yeah. And he's doing the opposite. Yeah. No ring. Huh. There's one with... But that could be a reversed picture. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do a search for John Lear and then watch. Or John Lear wearing a watch. Okay. Well, how about you search for something and you don't? You know what? Why are we doing this through Google? (laughs) We got further when we went to Bing on everything. So let's go to John Lear. Oops. Wearing watch. Images. He's not wearing one in that. But the whole black thing. You know what I mean? He always seems to be wearing black other than here, but that's a picture. That's from an interview, too, though. That's from an interview. Mm-hmm. But most of the time he's in black. Or this fucking blue shirt. Plenty of shots of his hand, though. Mm-hmm. And the hand looks very similar. Yeah. To that of the guy in the movie. I want to do one more so we don't... Okay, John Lee. And the watch could be to throw you off, too. The ring right. could be to throw you right. off. I mean, there could be lots. So let's do John Lear hands and bing. all kinds of shit that has nothing to do with anything. Um, we had a picture of John Lear standing, for Christ's sakes. He sits in a lot of everything. He's sitting in the fucking movie, too. Mm-hmm. I have chosen to keep my identity confidential. I wonder if there's a way to dissect the, uh, or not dissect. Um, yeah, where's, where's Jim Fetz here when we need him? He could do a fucking analysis of the hands and shit. Yeah. Um, but I, I wonder also if you could take that and then reverse the effects on it to get the fucking voice. They obviously used an effect thing to give him the, yeah. the voice. I wonder if you can reverse that somehow. Yes. Yes, you can. How? Through well through my iMovie, I could do that. I could uh, 
lower the pitch or raise it. Now, in this case, it was lowered. I could raise it. It seems like there was more than just lowering done to it, though. It was way, kind of robotic. Through, through iMovie, yeah, that's, it's just, when you do iMovie, unless you render it twice, you can only do one filter. At a time. Um, so, yeah. You need to take this clip out of him talking, 10 seconds of him talking, then do the effect and see. You know what I mean? And see how close it ends up sounding to John Lear. The thing is, when they were driving later on in the film, the guy clearly had white hair. Mm-hmm. And he was balding. John Lear's white hair and balding. Mm-hmm. The hands look like John Lear's with the fucking weird index fingers and the... I want to go out on a weird limb here. All right, so let's say John is the the owner. What's the point of that? Does that scrap your whole entertainment purposes thing out? No, not necessarily. Um, But uh, let's see. What does John Lear own? Does John Lear own any businesses? Would you find out if he's an owner of something? Professional, I think that's the same guy. Just want you John Lear Wikipedia him. Because all you get is his dad. Same guy. I'll scroll up so that John Lear deleted from Wikipedia. Why? I don't know. Doesn't say. It's <laughs> kind of weird. But what if that's been done by design too? I think it's John Lear. Because your connection between everything. Mm-hmm. John Lear's connected to Jeremy Corbell. Yep. Now, granted, we didn't. The only connection we found between Corbell, just at a quick glance, was the documentary. Was the documentary. Now, the trademarking of Skinwalker Ranch, this Thomas Winterton, him being part of. Uh, uh, owning a company that does documentary films. He also owns a construction business, ironically. He also owns three ho- motels. He, uh, not he, but Adamantium bought Skinwalker Ranch from Bigelow, who is a hotel motel owner. Right. So you have that weird connection between Bigelow and Winterton. Winterton's also having that construction company, mm-hmm. the documentary company, which kind of in a roundabout way connects Corbell. I wonder if we could find out if Corbell ever worked with, or because that, that's what we were originally doing, right? Jeremy, yeah. Corbell, and Winterton. I think I already searched that. What did we, we okay. What about in the um, the credits? Go back to the credits, see if All Thomas right. Winterton's in there. Okay. Happen. 
They should start any second here. Mm-hmm. In order of appearance, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Well, we need to get to, like, producers, executive yeah, producers, shit like that. special things, yeah. Consultant. Yep. Representative. Yeah. <laughs> so we have George Knapp, Jeremy Corbell, Colm Kelleher, Robert Bigelow, Gregory Todd, Ryan Layton, Preston, Corey Sarawab, okay. Confidential, new owner scheme. Oh, interesting. Confidential has the new mm-hmm. owner. You just put John Lear. Could just put a new owner. Yeah. Special thanks to Matt Adams, Eric Sorensen. Is that the guy from the fucking uh, Eric Sorensen? He used to be a weather guy in Rockford. Remember? Uh, I don't think so. Niles Harrison, Robert Bigelow, Jim Martin, Paul Davidson. Red, blue, black, silver is the original music and sound. Okay, Scott Howard, Michael, and Neil. Michael. Michael and Neil. I'm trying to think if we had seen anybody with those names. No, but their special guest, Shadow Witness. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, Department of Defense, Ute Ore Tribal Council, Ute Tribe Fish and Wildlife, Ute Tribe Parks and Recreation, Corey Sarawak, Michelle and Shelby Chapoos, Gina Richard Dietz, Dr. Frank Salisbury, Boom. Adamantium Real Estate. Ah, that's property management. Mm-hmm. So they are in there. So that's where the real estate's coming from. Okay, so we have, uh, what does that mean, Dave? Help me. Help me fucking understand. Um, well, we were just tying in him with... Uh, adamantium. Yeah. And, so and the property management is adamantium real estate and Thomas... Winterton. Winterton is a representative of, of the, them. Okay, mm-hmm. so there's your connection. Okay. Uh, let's keep going. See what else we have. We have Oliver Emery's Lewis, Bill Rowe, Mr. Cameron, Nick and Knight, Bryant and Caleb, the Viking is the inspiration of Katrina B. Who the fuck is the Viking? I don't know. Uh, local law enforcement for their trust and support. Actions. I think that's going to be it. Special thanks to John Lear. <laughs> A four-name film. Four-name. Yeah, Jeremy's got four names. Yeah. Uh, but what was uh, Thomas Winterton, right? That was his name? Yeah. F-J-O-R. Four. Fjord. Four. Fjord. Four. All right. How what close is, they are. What does FJOR translate to? That's got to be French, right? If you are a translation? Yeah. No, because that's floor. Yeah, transgender. <laughs> Last year. That's Norwegian. Fjord is Norwegian. Change it changes the... Change it to French. Nothing. Sure is sure. Let's hear it. Let's hear what it sounds like. Evjo. Evjo. 
Let's try Norwegian. Fjord. Fjord. I think it's simply how it's pronounced. Fjord and four. Fjord. Four. Fjord. Four. Mm-hmm. We could be stretching now, but... It's pretty close. It is pretty close. Let's go back. Oh, I want to do the... Uh, what did I search? Thomas Winterton. Fjord Films. Is that what I searched at one point? Ranch.org. Um, what is this? This guy here is Hal Puthoff is connected to that Tom DeLong company. Mm. And so is this Luis Elizondo that's up here. Yeah. They're both connected to that company. I wonder if this is a giant fucking thing with Tom DeLong, all these fucking people. Yeah, because Tom DeLong was a singer, Robbie Williams. What the fuck does Robbie Williams have to do with anything? Yeah, that's let's see. Has oh my god, you see how this is getting really weird? Robbie Williams, Tom DeLong. I want to see what the fuck they have ever done together. Pop sensation. Robbie Williams tweets about Tom DeLong. Chiming in on his fucking bonkers. Hammer Tom DeLong, but yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> I don't think we really have anything here, but it's interesting nonetheless. Uh, basically, Tom DeLonge's tweeting about shit with the whole alien thing, and Robbie Williams is jumping on board with him. Hmm. Hit back one more time. Okay. Scroll down, it says uh, 10... Eight musicians who believe in aliens other than Tom DeLonge. Robbie Williams is one of them. Yeah. Well, it's clear now that because he's in this fucking movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that could be... These are all little signs of... These are all little pieces. Yeah. So let's see who else is in here, because maybe we'll get fucking... uh, David Bowie. Dead. Sammy Hagar. Dead. Is he? No. I was going to say Lupe Fiasco. Mick Jagger. Robbie Williams, John Lennon, Jimi Hendrix, Olivia Newton-John. That's it. And that's it. So that's why Robbie Williams is in on this. I wonder, have they they've never done like a fucking du- duet or a, what you call that? No. A mashup or um, collaboration? Yeah, collaboration. That's what I was trying to think. 
Huh. They've never been seen together. Maybe they're the same person. No. Yeah, probably not. They came up famous about the same time, no? No, Robbie Williams is newer. Is he? Mm-hmm. Uh, are you sure? Isn't Robbie Williams that has that one song? Robbie Williams. Let's do a Wikipedia. I think Robbie Williams has been around for a while, bro. Um, he was a member of the pop group Take That from 1999 to 1995. And then again from 09 to 2012. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. He's 44. It's about the same age as uh dude, though. So, he's been... Active since 1990. Now let's do Tom DeLong. 42 years old. Since 2001. Is it? Where's... How do we get to his actual page? Right here. 92. Robbie Williams has been around longer. Two years longer. So 90 and 92 is when they were... But see, Robbie Williams left and came back. Yeah. Which is why a lot of people... Think it's newer. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Okay. Angels and Airwaves. Robbie, let's go back to Robbie Williams. There's got to be another connection here that we're missing. Take that. Uh, maybe not, though. I don't think there is. Let's see the labels. Sony Island Universal Virgin Chrysler. Is that what that says? What are the what are the uh labels there you go. Where? Oh. Interscope Geffen shirt huh? Different? Huh? I don't know then. Other than just being singers of groups, bands, whatever. Mm-hmm. So what are we thinking, Dave? What's our what's our fucking like of all this these little pieces? Are we thinking that they're going to utilize... Okay, for one, are we thinking, based on the trademark, that they're going to make it a paranormal theme park, I guess? I think so. Or is it... I think this is all connected, though. Tom belongs to the stars. The... uh, um, How did we get on this page again? You clicked on it. Who is this Jason Vagato? No picture. Senior physicist engineer at BASS at yeah, Bass. Bass. Yeah. I wonder if this is the guy. No, because Bigelow owns Bass. Yeah. Bigelow also sold to we don't know who. It's the right. only one that has a fucking picture. Everybody else has a picture. Notice that? What is this page? Skinwalker Ranch. Dot org. Yeah. Let's keep going here. Ah, look who it is. <laughs> Tom DeLong's on this page. Thomas Winterton's right beneath him. <laughs> Local representative liaison to the new owner of Skinwalker Ranch owns four films. Four films. 
I'm telling you, dude. It's so fuck. It's all right. They're possibly assisting in the future documentary on the ranch. Possibly assisting in the movie that we just watched, Dave. Mm. In 2016, he played an instrumental role in having the local public road going to the ranch pro- property closed to the public. Get the fuck out of here. Possibly assisting in the future documentary on the ranch. Edgar Mitchell's dead. That's that one guy that was emailing fucking yeah. uh, Podesta mm. about aliens on the moon and shit like that. Mm. Jesus Christ, it's all connected. All of it. I'm beginning to wonder, oh, who's this guy? Ex-military. This is the guy that was, uh, I think you actually see his face in the movie. Yeah, there's three of them there. Look how they covered up. Get rid of his ring. See that? Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, I think... <laughs> it could be any of these people. Let's see if John Lear's name's on there. It's gotta be. If it's not, I'm gonna be pissed. You know how bad I want it to be John Lear? Yeah, I know. Roger Lear. John Mack. Bob Lazar. John Carpenter. John Carpenter. <laughs> Art Bell, he's dead. Not on there. That was Roger Lear. Half these fucking people are dead, though. <sighs> what if they're killing them all? One by one. Maybe. All right, so th- this website's just saying all the people that are involved with that ranch. Mm-hmm. And we've come across a handful of interesting people that are, eh, fewer films, four films. What's Tom say about it? Tom, all right, Tom DeLong is the co-founder, president, and interim CEO of To The Stars Academy of the Arts and Science. As president of the company's subsidiary, To The Stars, Inc., since 2015, he was primarily engaged within the entertainment sector. His career spans over two decades, selling over 25 million records where one of the bands mm. co-founded Blink-182. Doesn't say anything right. about what he does with Skinwalker Ranch. No. Hmm. Uh, so, you know, could have just thrown him on there. Jeremy Corbell is an investigative filmmaker based in Los Angeles. Jeremy Corbell documents the extraordinary claims of credible individuals. This research has taken him into the worlds of nano... Corbell documents the extraordinary claims of credible individuals. Did I? Where's fucking dude's webpage? <laughs> Which one? Winterton's fucking thing. Right where's his fewer films? That's what I want. Remember what it said on there? Is this it? Yeah, to be yeah. remembered. Fjord Famous was founded with the belief that a person shouldn't have to be wealthy or renowned to be remembered. Each individual has a life full of experiences that have immeasurable worth and impact. The documentaries and products we produce allow individuals, families, and companies to have a voice in how history will remember them. Our talents and technology make it possible and affordable to create a remarkable project just for you. Back to Corbell documents the extraordinary claims of credible individuals. I see an interesting kind of similarity mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
This research has taken him into the worlds of nanotechnology, aerospace exploration, exotic propulsion systems, and an in-depth examination documentation of ufology and phenomenology, or whatever. I think Corbell knew Winterton some way, somehow. This guy right here standing behind him could also be that fucking guy in the in the black in that movie. Could be. Um, whoever the fuck that is. And then, uh, those are all honorable mentions. I think that's the guy behind him, isn't it? Could be. Dr. Jacques Vallée, Ph.D. Vallée has recently seen been seen on Skinwalker Ranch and is considered to be a key player in directing the new owner's research. Ah, another key player at NIDS is none other than Dr. Jacques Vallée, Ph.D. Did you ever see the 1977 film Closing Cars of the Third Kind? Actor Francois Truffaut essentially portrayed Dr. Vallée as a fictional depiction as the character Claude Lacombe. He is well-renowned in ufology circles as one of the leading scientific researchers of our time on the subject of Dr. Vallee studied the UFO phenomenon throughout the 1960s and 70s alongside his mentor, Dr. J. Allen Hynek. He's written several books on the subject, and Dr. Vallee's quite respectable list of other accomplishments include the fields of mathematics, astrophysics, computer science, artificial intelligence, and venture capitalism. He is. His list of previous employers include NASA, McDonnell Douglas, the University of Texas at Austin, and the Paris Observatory. Hmm. That face does look like the same guy in... Yeah, that's him. Yeah. That is definitely him. Okay. He could be the owner. I'd like to look at his hands. Like Thomas Winterton said, it's a fucking nasty rabbit hole. You'll be down forever. Where's the watch? He's got tattoos. Does he? Aren't those tattoos on his wrist? Isn't his arms completely covered in the movie? Yeah. Oh, that'll be a good way to hide it. Uh, let's see. We need to... Right, isn't that a tattoo or no? Am I here? Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to tell. No, his hand. Look at his hands. No. That's a watch. That doesn't look like a watch from here. That's a watch, bro. Why is his hands like red? There's a lot of weird lighting here. Guess. Right. Um, uh, here. That could be him too. It could be John Lear. It could be this guy. We need a better fucking shot of his hands. Oh, is that his? It's a younger. We need a current day. Always, this guy's always wearing a watch. Mm-hmm. He's got a watch there. He's got a watch here. No ring, though. No. In either one of these. I don't know enough about this guy to know if he's married or not. I don't know. Why would he want to own it, though? What would be his reason for owning it? And... What's to say the guy in the movie is the new owner? Right, right. He could just be a representative. Could be. 
could just be a body double. Could be. And they could have had the voiceover put to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. And they could have... What was it in the movie? Where was the... In the movie, he had the, the watch and the ring, right? Mm-hmm. If you were, say, not married, and you wanted to get people running down a weird path, one way you could do it was put a ring on, right? Mm-hmm. Also, if you don't ever wear watches, another way you could get people going down a path is wear a watch. Mm-hmm. John Lear. I think this guy's either John Lear or that Vali. I think it's John Lear. Because John Lear, we never... Because the whole black thing, man. I, mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. And I think this guy is too skinny to be... Not that it doesn't necessarily have to be so? that guy. I think, it, I think so, yeah. And then there's this guy. With no fucking picture. Jason Vigato. He's the last guy I want to look up. Okay? Mm-hmm. Why are we getting everybody else's picture but this guy? Yeah. Is this him? He's wearing all black too, bro. Oh, that's not the same guy. Fucking Google. Just kidding, I have no idea. Uh, well, anyways, in this episode, we've I, I think we've come close, if not figured it out. I'm leaning towards John Lear or that Valley guy. I think John Lear more so than the Valley guy. It would make sense. And John Lear's the one because name he, of all of these that's not say, on if, there. If the Valley guy was the owner, he wouldn't have his name on there. Right. Why don't we have a picture of Jason Vigato, though? I want uh, He's a senior physicist at Bass. I find that to be somewhat interesting. Everybody else has a fucking picture. Yeah. Everybody else. And, yes, John Lear's the only guy who kind of looks like... Who's into all this shit. Who always wears black, or for the most part wears black, especially in interviews. Kind of fits the body, the fingers look... Very similar. This website is already almost like theme park-esque. Yeah. The players, the entities, the ranch stories, the timeline. You can watch videos, files, maps. Yeah, dude, it's already getting ready. They just got to launch it. Yeah. I think we've come close. If not, I think we've, we've gotten enough things out there now. We've done enough research where I think somebody could listen to this and if you have more time or more interest, you could take what we've figured out mm-hmm. and try and dissect it, it and, mm-hmm. and go further. I do not think you can own a business in today's world and be 100% completely anonymous. No, unless they can prove it's a, nas- a matter of national security to hide your name. There has to be a way to find it out. And I know they want to be anonymous. And, and I guess you can also say, well, what difference does it make? Who cares? 
Well, I don't know. When, when you tell me I can't know something or I can't have something, I, I want to know now. You shouldn't right. have told me that yeah. I, I can't know. So now I want to know. You know what I mean? So I guess it's just that. Don't go around saying, oh, it has to be anonymous. Why? Why does the owner of Skinwalker Ranch have to be anonymous? It's a good question. You know? There's no reason for it. Yeah, there isn't. But if you're so inclined, Dave, take that little clip, put it into your fucking eye movie, yeah. and try and get some voice and see. Yeah, see what I can do. Because you never know. It, it literally may sound exactly like John Lear. Mm-hmm. What if it does? Be chirpy. If you could take John Lear talking and that voice, change it, and then, you know, because everybody has a cadence, everybody has mm-hmm. pauses at the certain, mm-hmm. you know. If it's, I mean, it's worth a shot. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, I don't know. This episode is literally just kind of like a... Uh, a random. Investigative into who is the new owner of Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. And uh, I think we got close. I don't know if we got it, but I think we got closer. I think so, too. Yeah. At least have an idea. Yeah. Lots of names, dates, and companies and... All kinds of it's shit. very clear there's a web, and that's been designed to be like that. But I'm starting to think everything is kind of connected in this whole thing, mm-hmm. and I'm just not sure if it's for entertainment purposes or if it's actually um, a real thing. But kind they want of, you to, yeah, yeah. Like, like maybe it is all of these things, and like, and the reason I say this is if you can take what Tom DeLonge said in the Joe Rogan interview, what To the Stars is doing is they're taking actual things and they're going to roll them out in fictional type, Mm -hmm. documentary type things to start to disclose shit to people. And right after he did that, all that shit, the Pentagon all of a sudden released all this shit that Luis Elizano left the Pentagon and joined his company. Why do these things? It is really weird, that whole To the Stars thing. Mm -hmm. And we did have that one listener that was sending me all kinds of shit about... All this stuff, and then we kind of just dropped the ball. Maybe we need to go back and look at what that guy sent us, because I have all this shit that we kind of covered at yeah, once, yeah. but then he covered even, he, he, after we talked about it. I think it, this is where I heard of the Sickenwalker Ranch was from that guy, that listener. Maybe. So maybe I need to pull so that shit back out. Website before. I'm going to pull that shit back out, and we'll see what we can yeah, find. We'll look at that next week. Because we kind of just, we got the stuff, and then we got it off on all these other things and never went back to it. So maybe we need to pull that shit out and see if we can what he sent us after we did that initial episode on him. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Until next time. See ya.
please subscribe to the Detour Podcast Network on iTunes, and don't forget to rate and review while you're there. You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search Detour Podcast Network and subscribe. If you enjoy listening to the shows on the Detour Podcast Network, spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method, and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. that time of year again no matter what you're celebrating this holiday season amazon has gifts for everyone go to d2rpn.com and click the amazon banner and help out the d2r podcast network happy holidays from everyone here at the d2r podcast network Christmas. It's that time of year again, and if your guy or your girl's got a beard and you want to celebrate with them, why not buy them some Phoenix beard oils? We've got great holiday scents that make you just cream your jeans. So check out phoenixbeardoils.com and give somebody the bird for the holiday season. Ho, ho, motherfucking ho. Question, comment, or concern? 872-242-8311. Or maybe you'd just like to hear your voice instead of ours. 872-242-8311. Then call the D2R Podcast Network hotline at USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. No matter the time or day, you can call 24-7 and operators will be standing by. 872-242-8311. Your call is important to us. 872-242-8311. So once again, USA Chat 311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. 